Music with a message on the Messenger of Good News, KFUO. We are worldwide at KFUO.org. I'm Gary Duncan. This is the Midday Moments program. It's time now for our moment in creation. As always for this segment, I have with me Pastor Warren Worth of Good Shepherd Lutheran Church in Arnold, Missouri. Hi, Pastor Worth. Hi, Gary. I want to talk about the human genome, and I want to tell you something that's kind of a little bit funny as we get into this. So on Last Friday, which was April 1st, April Fool's Day, here's the headline. Scientists finish decoding full human genome. And it sounds like a joke because you and I have followed this for some time. And this was announced decades ago as having been accomplished. And so how are you announcing this now in the year 2022 that they finally finished decoding the full human genome? Well, it's not a joke. It's the truth. And... um, the article that appeared in the Associated Press by Laura Unger, uh, I'll read parts of it here to you. It says, scientists say they have finally assembled the full genetic blueprint for human life, adding the missing pieces to a puzzle nearly completed two decades ago. An international team described the first ever se- sequencing of a complete human genome the set of instructions to build and sustain a human being in research published Thursday in the journal Science. The previous effort, celebrated across the world, was incomplete because DNA sequencing technologies of the day weren't able to read certain parts of it. Even after updates, it was missing about 8% of the genome. Some of the genes that make us uniquely human were actually in this dark matter of the genome, and they were totally missed, said Evan Eichler, a University of Washington researcher who participated in the original or in the current effort and the original human genome project. It took 20 plus years, but we finally got it done, he said. Many, including Eichler's own students, thought it had been finished already. Uh, here's a quotation from the professor. I was teaching them and they said, wait a minute, isn't this like the sixth time you guys have declared victory? And I said, no, this time we really, really did it. <laughs> <laughs> so I find that amusing, even it though that's not a joke, it's, it's the truth. Yeah. Um, it's 20 years from now, they'll say we did it again. Because <laughs> <laughs> I have, have more it, technology. It makes you wonder. Yeah. And so, um, anyway, they go on to describe some of this, and they say it was in the year 2000, actually, that there was a ceremony at the White House where leaders of two competing companies uh, announced their success in uh, coming up with the first draft of the human genome, but they missed a lot, apparently. And so, the human genome, maybe we need to have our uh, our readers and listeners understand what's going on here. So... um, It's the complete set of nucleic acid sequences for humans encoded as DNA within the 23 chromosome pairs in cell nuclei. And so that's uh, the official description of what the genome is. And it's made up of 3.1 billion DNA subunits. So this, bear in mind that that's half of your DNA. So in your cells, the full amount of DNA involves 6.2 billion DNA subunits. And the 3.1 is in your reproductive cells. So, you know, the, the, full, the mature human 
germ cells have half of the amount of DNA so that the that when it combines in reproduction, then you get the full set. But each of your cells uh, has the full set, which would be 6.2 billion DNA subunits uh, put together with all these things that are called A, C, G, and T. Genes are strings of these letters paired, and they contain instructions for making proteins, the building blocks of life. Humans have about 30,000 genes organized in 23 groups called chromosomes in half of the amount, otherwise it's a, the full set is 46 human chromosomes that are found in every uh, body cell. So this, this is a pretty complex thing. Now here's the thing that also is of interest to us as we always talk about the creation versus evolution debate. So back to the article, scientists said that this full picture of the genome will give humanity a greater understanding of our evolution and biology while also opening the door to medical discoveries in areas like aging, neurodegenerative conditions, cancer, and heart disease. And once again, we say, yeah, it's going to give us information about our human evolution. Very interesting. You know, these human beings, it's an amazing feat that people have actually been able to decode the genome. I think, again, when you have observational science where they actually do something like this, it's amazing that people have done this. But think about it. You know, it took more than 20 years for some of the smartest people in the world working on this night and day to come up with what they think is the full final thing. And then they're going to tell you it all happened by accident over millions and billions of years by random changes in chemicals being acted upon by natural selection. And that's how we got to be what we are. That makes zero sense at all. I mean, they th up until just a few years ago, scientists thought that 97% of our DNA was junk. It had no known biological function. But what this article goes on to say, uh, they found gold in them, their hills. In other words, the stuff that they thought was just junk DNA is very, very important and has to do with things like what makes a human being's brain bigger than a chimp's brain and so on and so on and so on. So, I mean, this is a really complex thing. And then to, to attribute it to evolution and random chance acting on chemicals, and so it makes zero sense at all. The fact is that the more you study DNA, the more complex you realize it is. And the fact that this information processing that's going on inside our bodies every moment of every day is more complex than all the computers in the world put together. And evolution cannot explain how such intricate information could have evolved from scratch out of nothing, and it cannot explain how you could have an advanced information management system that would evolve and would also need to be able to write the DNA and then also be able to read the DNA and understand what those instructions tell it to do in order to make cells and to make bodies and so on and so forth. So clearly, the more you study uh, living things, including down at the microscopic level, when you look at DNA and when you look at the human genome and so forth, you say, wow, God is really, really smart. And when he put us together, he knew what he was doing. And, you know, all these years after the creation, people using the smartest people in the world and the most advanced techniques still are only beginning to understand things. And there's so much that we do not understand that we should stand in awe of our creator rather than getting too big for our britches and thinking that we know more than God or even saying there is no God. Right.
Now, I've heard also, though, that several scientists who are studying the genome have, um, I'm not saying they became a Christian, but as they study this, they've come to the realization that there's a creator of some sort. Well, that certainly would make sense. (laughs) For anyone to study this and deny that there is a creator of any kind and to really hold to the, you know, evolution at its most atheistic level Mm -hmm. and to say there is no God, I mean, that is absolutely folly, which is what the Bible says. The fool says in his heart, there is no God. Um, You know, if you look at the world that God made, especially something as complex as DNA, you would be a fool not to come to the conclusion there must be a God who is infinitely wise who created all this. And what we would say is, you know, that wisdom of God is manifested not only in creation, but also in his great uh, plan of redemption for us. Who could have imagined that the way God would redeem us from our sin, redeem us from death and from the damnation we so richly deserve, it was by God sending his son, who would be conceived by the Holy Spirit, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, would be crucified for us, bearing our sins in his own body on the accursed tree, and then rise from the dead on the third day. What a wonderful, amazing thing this is. You know, there's no human wisdom that could conceive such a thing. To the world, it would seem like folly, but in the cross of Christ, that's where we find the true wisdom of God and the power of God for our salvation. Let us pray. O Lord, you formed our inner parts, you knitted us together in our mother's wombs. We praise you for we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Wonderful are your works, and our souls know it very well. Help us, O Lord, to believe all that you tell us in your word, the Bible, about our creation, but especially about the salvation that you provide for us in your Son, Jesus Christ, who entered into our sin-broken world, died on the cross in our place, rose from the dead in victory on the third day, so that we could have the free gift of eternal life by repenting of our sin and trusting in our Redeemer, Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thanks so much for being on the program, and I look forward to talking to you next week. Thank you. Talk to you then. Listener-supported KFUO, the messenger of good news.